Welcome to our sermon podcast here at City of Light Anglican Church. We are a new church in Aurora, Illinois, finding a new day in Jesus. We want to see the light of Jesus rise and shine in our hearts, in our homes, and in our neighborhoods. Thanks for joining us for today's message from Father Trevor. Turn with me in your Bibles to that passage we just read from Exodus 3. If you don't have a Bible with you, there's some on the chairs all the way around. And kids, if you want to grab a Bible and turn uh, to Exodus 3 with me, it's on page 74 of the Bibles that are out on the seats. And the story we just read from Exodus 3 is about Moses. And Moses sees this bush and it's on fire but it doesn't get burned up. Usually when things get on fire, science says that they have to be consumed, but this bush wasn't. So kids, um, can you imagine what it would be like to just be out walking around in your yard and see something on fire or to see something really unusual? Like um, me and my kids, we woke up this morning and we looked in the backyard and we saw something unusual. It was a skunk. And the skunk was just walking around the backyard, hanging out. Yeah, um, the kids wanted to go out and pet him. No, they didn't. I'm just kidding. That would be a bad idea. Um, so Moses sees this bush, this burning bush, and then God's voice speaks to him out of the bush. He hears God speak to him out loud from inside this bush is on fire. And what do you think God's voice sounded like? Anybody? Wonder what his voice sounded like. If you watch uh, movies about this, like The Prince of Egypt or The Ten Commandments, God's voice is always very deep and booming and really big. And I guess that kind of makes sense because God is the God of the universe and he's, he's majestic and he's grand and he's, he's big and he's powerful. Sometimes we think about God in that way, though. It makes us feel like God is so far out there and so big that he's disconnected from down here and from us. And we see that word um, that's in this passage there. God says, take off your shoes because this is holy ground. Today's Trinity Sunday. It's a Sunday where we celebrate that God is Father, Son, and Spirit, And so we say the word holy a lot because that's one of the words the Bible gives us to understand who God is and describe God. And we say it three times, one holy for the Father, one holy for the Son, one holy for the Spirit, a trinity of holies. And that word holy is used throughout the Bible and it can mean a range of things, but a lot of times we think about it as being set apart, as being other, as being grander and bigger, that God is holy, And that holiness is awesome and big. And sometimes when we think about God being holy, we think about God being disconnected from us. About him being far away. He's holy, so he's different and he's separate from me. But in this passage, God's holiness does not keep him far away. It actually brings him in close. Whenever we see God's holiness in Scripture, 
His holiness is always relational. The first time God says to make something holy, he's talking about the Sabbath day. And he's saying, we're gonna set aside, we're gonna set apart a day so that God can be with us. It's relational. And then in uh, the Old Testament, God sets apart a people, the people of Israel. He says, you'll be my holy nation. I'll set you apart so that I can have a special covenant relationship with you. God's holiness is about his relationship with us, not being disconnected, but being connected. The holiness of God does not mean that he's unreachable. It means that he's always reaching toward us. It's like a magnet. You get a couple magnets together, and uh, if they're pointed in the, in the right direction, they've got the right charges, they'll draw close to each other, and they'll come and they'll connect. But if they've got the wrong charges, they're pointing in the wrong direction, they'll repel. They'll push each other apart. I think when we think about God being holy, we think about his holiness like a magnet that's set up the wrong way and that repels us apart, that pushes us away, that God's holiness, we're sinners, we've messed up, we're broken, and that separates us and pushes us away from God. What happens for Moses here, though? I mean, it says in verse 1 that Moses was tending his flock. He's watching his animals way out in the wilderness. Why is he there? He's been watching that flock for 40 years. Kids, that's almost as old as your parents are. That's a really long time. It's because he messed up in Egypt. It's because he did something that was wrong and he had to run away and he was ashamed of it and he wrecked his chances and he thought, well, that's it, I'm finished. I'm gonna go get off the grid. I'm gonna hide away where there's no responsibility, where people don't know what my past is and all the mistakes I've made. I'm gonna get out of it. But does God leave him there? No. He ran away from God and he ran away from his people, but God actually runs after him. Verse two, the Lord appeared to him in a flames and Moses saw that even though the bush was on fire, it didn't burn up. And so Moses thought, I'll go over and see this strange sight. God comes and catches Moses' attention. He comes into his every day and God wants to grab his attention. And then he invites him in closer. He says, Moses, Moses. The big God who's holy and other speaks his name. He draws his attention. He calls him by name. He invites him to come in closer. That's what it means that he's taking off his shoes. If Moses gets any closer with his shoes on, God's holiness is so big that it could be dangerous for him. But God wants Moses to come in closer. He says, take off your shoes. Come be a part of the holiness. Come, experience it. Come, get as close as humanly possible to the holiness of God. Touch it with your feet right on the ground where I'm at. He draws his attention. He calls his name. He invites him in closer. And then he introduces himself. I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God reveals himself. I want you to know me. 
this is how the holiness of God works. The holiness of God means that God does not stay far off. When we run away, he comes after us to get our attention, to call us by name, to invite us to come in closer, to reveal himself to us so that we can know him. He's not like a magnet that repels. His holiness is like a magnet that draws us. One theologian has said, the holiness of God is relationship-creating holiness. Is that a beautiful way to think about it? God's holiness is relationship-creating holiness. We only know that he's holy because he's come to us to tell us so that we can know him. What does it mean that God is holy? It means that he comes close. And that's what we saw in our gospel passage today where Jesus comes close in a conversation with Nicodemus and he ended that passage with the the verse, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. That is a verse describing the holiness of God, the great God of the universe, the great and holy God loves you. My dad came to faith. I've shared this before because someone said, you can put your name in where it says world for God so loved your name there. For God so loved you that he came. He didn't stay disconnected. He didn't stay apart. Kids, have you ever thought about that verse that way? I want you to, in your mind, I want you to just put that, your name in that verse For God so loved Lydia. For God so loved Blake. For God so loved Anessa. For God so loved Therese. For God so loved Abigail. For God so loved Ephraim. He doesn't stay disconnected. He comes to us. He wants us to know him. The God of the universe is the God of you. And what does it mean that he then invites us into his holiness to take off our sandals, to come right in close? It means that he's going to make us holy like he's holy. That doesn't mean that we withdraw from others. It actually sends us to draw others because that's what God's holiness is like. God's holiness doesn't mean that he separates. God's holiness means that he comes towards us. And so What does it mean for us to be holy? It means that we become burning bushes. I love that this passage of the burning bush comes right after we celebrated Pentecost last week. In Pentecost, God comes as the Holy Spirit as fire. His presence, his mission, his love, he comes close. The burning bush on Pentecost comes so close to us, it goes into us into us. Now we walk on holy ground all the time because the Holy Spirit is in us. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit that draws us, now transforms us to be burning bushes of God's presence and his holiness and his love drawing all people. What is the image in your mind of God? Is he far away? Is he disconnected? Is he up and out there? He longs to draw you in to him. 
into his holiness. What is your what is your idea of what his voice sounds like? Is it big and booming or is it closely, intimately speaking just your name, inviting you in? Would you pray with me? Lord, we give you thanks that you always come to get our attention, to speak our name, to invite us in closer and to tell us about yourself so that we can know you. Thank you that you, in your holiness, sent Jesus to love us and to save us. If you've never given your life to following Jesus, if you've never accepted God's invitation to be drawn in close to him, you can do that right now this morning. And Lord, we all want to be drawn in more closely to you. So teach us what it means that you are holy and that you invite us into your holiness. And Lord Jesus, we pray that you would make us holy, make us burning bushes that don't withdraw from relationship with other people, but that invite them into your holiness as well. Thank you, Lord, that you are the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, and that you are the God who is Father, Son, and Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening to this podcast from City of Light Anglican Church. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us online at cityoflightanglican.org. And now, may the light of Jesus scatter the darkness from before your path.